0: Everyone. <laughs> um, we're happy to be here today. Uh, we were going to do this piece at the at our banquet, and uh, greater things happen <laughs> instead of the banquet. And so uh, we're doing it today, and it's, it's as significant today as it was when we were preparing it. And I didn't realize It was in the midst of uh, going through the piece and uh, looking at the word that God really brought a real clear understanding of what the uh, dance piece was about. And so I'm just going to read what I wrote here. The colors you see today are significant in that the very meaning we are speaking and dancing over this house and those that are in our midst today. You'll see silver, which means trust, wisdom, strength, word of God, integrity, atonement. You'll see green, which means new beginnings, freshness, God's holy seed, harvest, fresh oil, new life, and healing for this building is a portal for which God will enable us to do greater works for Him and His glory. For the scripture says greater works shall you do and in Haggai 2 6-9 this is what the Lord Almighty says, in a little while I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land I will shake all nations and what is desired by all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place I will grant peace, declares the Lord the Lord Almighty, for we are looking forward to the greater.
1: message like that, that greater, amen, is coming and greater is here, amen, amen. If, you, if you're a first-time guest or you're just coming after a few weeks, amen, this is our new location, the new home of the Gathering Church, amen, and we're in a place where we're kind of under renovation, we're kind of still getting things together. We actually moved in here in three days three days we were up past midnight for three days moving getting things organized and every week we're still adding things and doing things we're working on our administrative offices our children's room and just different things that we're doing that we're preparing for the greater that god has for us amen and we are celebrating amen i know we celebrate our 10th church anniversary amen about two weeks ago amen but we're still in celebration mode amen The party doesn't stop, amen. The celebration still continues, and we celebrate the goodness of Jesus, amen. So bear with us. If you see us doing little changes and different things, we're still getting used to this new place, amen. When God calls you into something new, it's unfamiliar. And so you have to learn, amen, the ropes and how things operate, how things go on that new level. And so it is with this new place that God has given us. But again, I'd like to thank God for each and every one of you being with us today as we celebrate the goodness of Jesus. Amen. How many need a word from the Lord today? Amen, 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 amen. See, we have to come with a spirit of expectancy. We have to expect God to say something to us, amen. My prayers, when I come to church, amen, and I'm coming to receive a word, I, I pray, Lord, let me hear something that, that, that speaks to my need, that speaks to my circumstance, that speaks to what I'm going through. So when I go throughout this week, I can go back and rely on the word that was given to me on that Sunday. Amen. And so let's be believe God to speak to us today. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I, I want you to turn to Ecclesiastes chapter number three. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter number three. Amen. And we'll be reading for a familiar portion of scripture. As you get there, let's pray. Amen. Father in heaven, we come before you this morning and we thank you for this wonderful time that we are spending in your presence, Lord. We know that it's not by power, that it's not by might but it is by your precious Holy Spirit. So Father, come now and speak to us. Give us words of life. Give us words of truth. Words that will bring encouragement. Words that will touch us. Words that will even challenge us, oh God, so that we can grow and that we can come to the next place in you. So Father, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness, even now in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. 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 Well, growing up as a, a, a child I, I don't know about you but I used to always love Saturday mornings Saturday mornings was my favorite time because it was a time where I didn't have to get up early to go to school number one and on Saturday mornings there was cartoons amen so I always loved my Saturday morning cartoons amen I would have my bowl of Cheerios amen or Fruit Loops or Apple Jacks amen whatever I chose that day and I will get before the television, and I will watch my cartoons. Come on, some of you who was raised in my generation, you remember He-Man? You remember She-Ra? Come on, you remember Thundercats? Thunder, thunder, oh, come on. You, you remember that? Remember the Smurfs? Come on. I'm See, I'm too old for some of y'all. Some of y'all know what that is. Amen. I remember Attack of the Rotten Tomatoes. All the, remember all these different shows have going up. But one of my favorite cartoons that I loved to watch was Warner Brothers' Bugs Bunny. Bunny. How many remember Bugs Bunny? What's up, Doc? Remember that? Remember Elma Fudd? Remember the Roadrunner? Come on, y'all remember this. And so I used to always love watching Bugs Bunny, and I love also Daffy Duck. And so there was this particular episode I remember as a child where I was watching, and basically it was a time where there was a lot of hunting that was going on. And so basically there'll be a sign up on the trees that would say it's rabbit season, and and and, and then they say no, it's it's it, it's duck season. And so that be, it will be, and basically what would happen is is Donald. Duck um, I I'm, I'm Daffy Duck and um, Bugs Bunny would try to trick Elmer Fudd who was the hunter to trick them to find out what season is it so he got confused by saying well what season is it and so it was the, it's duck season and so he would shoot after the duck there the duck would say no it's rabbit season and then he would shoot after the rabbit and so I find it so funny and that was one of my favorite episodes because it was just this confusion going on in terms of what season were they in what, see, what was the hunting season that he found himself in? Which brings me to the question I have for you today. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? What time it is? Tell your neighbor, do you know what time it is? Come on, y'all can talk to you. We're talking, church. Try somebody else. said, do you know what time it is? Uh-huh. Do you know what time it is? No, I'm not talking about it being 12:14 in the afternoon. I'm not talking about that time. Amen. The Bible says that there is a time for everything. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from, embracing. A time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear, a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Do you know what time it is? There are two basic understandings of the word time in the Bible. There are two explanations or definitions of the word time in the Bible. The first word is the word chronos. Everybody say chronos. Chronos is where we get the word chronologic, chron, 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 chronologically. I'm getting tongue-tied. Chronological from. Amen. It's where we get chronos, our current time. We know that it's 12, 16 p.m. Sunday afternoon afternoon. This is time as we know it. This is the the ticking clock that cannot be moved backwards. It's ever moving forward. In the Hebrew, it, it, it means a continual time into eternity. In other words, we cannot live in the past, not even two seconds ago. We cannot go back in time. It's a forward process. It's a perpetual cycle of time. It just keeps going and going and going. In the Greek, it means it's a space or it's a session of time so time continues to go and so we have our chronos time as we read the scripture where if we celebrate Christ's birth it's a chronos time it was a time that happened years ago over 2,000 years ago when we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ but many people think that time stops there but there is another definition for time And this is the idea or the aspect of time that I want to spend some time talking about today. The next definition for time is the word kairos. Everybody say kairos. Uh huh. Kairos means it's a specific moment of God's divine intervention. Of God's divine intervention in our everyday lives. He enters into chronos, which is the time that's moving forward. We're in chronos now. But what happens is, he enters into the chronos time with a door of opportunity. So God's Kairos time Is a door of opportunity It's a window of growth It is a window of advancement So when I give you the question Or I ask you the question Do you know what time it is I'm saying that it is our time For advancement It is our time for growth It is our time for something new It is our time Just as we saw the outdancing minister For greater How many believe that God has greater for you? Amen. God does not just bless the church corporately without blessing the people individually. See, this should be something that we should be jumping and shouting and running around the church about because if God did it for the gathering church, then He's going to do for the people of the gathering church. That means if God has blessed us for a building, let this be a precursor of what's about to happen in your individual life. Let this be a precursor of what's about to happen in your marriage, what's about to happen on your job, what's about to happen in your finances, what about to happen in your ministry. And see sometimes we, we miss the moment we miss the Kairos moment we miss the opportunity that God presents before us you see when we speak about a Kairos time we speak about due season that's what it means in the Greek it means a due season it means a short while it means the opportunity it means the right time it means the chosen time timing is everything you have to choose just the right time I, I remember when I was a child and I'm blessed because my birthday happens to be on Christmas day. And it came a time right before, weeks before Christmas where I knew I had to ask my parents for the gift that I wanted. Amen? So I knew that when mama came off of work and she was not in a good mood, that was not the time or the opportunity to ask her for my Atari 8600. Amen? See, I'm dating myself. I'm going back on my Nintendo. All right, On my Sega Genesis. Come on now. And so I... So, so I had to wait for the proper opportunity. I said, well, let me do my chores. Let me get her in a good mood. Let me imp the garbage today. Let, let me clean the bathtub today. Let me clean up my room today so I can wait for the proper opportunity to ask her for my request. So you're not hearing me today. And so, I waited for the opportunity to present itself, the proper timing. Then I seized the moment and then I began to grab hold of the thing that I wanted. So it is in the spirit. God is given us an opportunity right now, Gathering Church, for us to grow. Whether this is your hundredth time or your first time, I believe the Lord Jesus Christ has divinely orchestrated for you to be here today. Because he wants to tell you that he has greater his sword for you. That the best is yet to come. That you have not seen anything yet. Boy, am I preaching this morning. See, so y'all not hearing me. See, I'm trying to get you to understand, to position yourself, to grab hold of what God has for you god has more in store for you than you think he has i want to tell you today that god has not forgotten you he still knows your name he still knows your location he still knows your situation he has heard your prayer your prayer has not falling on deaf ears and i want to encourage you that he's moving on your behalf do you know what time it is We are in a Kairos moment. This is a due season moment. I'm reminded of the the scripture that that my father, stepfather loves so much in Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. It says, And let us not be weary in well doing for in due season. Oh God. In due season. In that Kairos moment. In that time of opportunity. You shall reap if you faint not. That's the problem why many believers don't get the blessing of God because they get weary in doing well. They're faithful. But faithful does not equate fruitfulness. Sometimes we could be faithfully doing the wrong thing. We could be faithfully wrong. And we think if we're just faithful, that we're going to be fruitful. Not not so, not so, not so. He said, "If let us not be weary in well-doing. In other words, you're being faithful doing things well. Amen. You're not just doing things haphazardly, but you're doing it well. You can't expect God to bless you with a job and you've got no resume prepared. You're not doing it well. You can expect God to, 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 to sing you a financial blessing, but you uh, $80,000 in debt and you cannot hold money in your pocket. You have holes in your pocket. You cannot expect God to do great things for you and everything that he does for you, you just stop and, and you take it for granted. It's quiet in here because that 's the secret for us to advance this time that we 're to do it well we 're not to we 're we're, we're, we're not to just go after the things that God has for us in a, in a lazy Well, if it happens, it happens if you have that type of attitude it ain 't going to never happen if you believe in God to do something you have to have a a tenacity you have to be like a pit bull that Lord I'm not gonna let this thing go until you bless me with my promise you have to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. even at times when you feel like giving up and you feel weary like Lord I can't stand no more and Father I can't even find my way you have to be strong he said do not be weary and well-doing. That lets me know that when we do well, we can get tired sometime. When we do God's will, we can get discouraged sometime. When we, do, when we try to walk on the right path, that means at times it feels like it's not working for us. But let us not become weary. Tell your neighbor don't give up. Oh, come on, encourage us. Speak to us. Say, don't give up. Uh, this is not the time to throw in the towel. I know you did not see the results that you wanted to see, but I'm here to encourage you that God to say now is the opportunity now is the kairos moment now is the due season let us not be weary for in due season for in god's timing in god's moment you shall be blessed we have declared 2013 to be a banner year where we are breaking barriers exceeding expectations exploring new frontiers there is still 22 days left the better year is not done. Just because we got a church built doesn't mean it's done.
0: Amen, 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 amen.
1: If he gave us this, what that, this should be a precursor. What is he about to do for me? There's some days, I praise God as a pastor for this opportunity. But what is he about to do for me? What is he about to do in my life? What is he about to do in my bank account? What is he about to do in my marriage? Come on, I believe in God for a baby. What is he about to do in your life? What is he about to do in your marriage? What is he about to do? This is a precursor. That this is the opportunity. This church getting us this building was the opportunity, was a window open. It was God showing us something tangible that greater is coming. time it is. This is your moment. This is your time. He said, for in due season we shall reap. Say reap somebody. That means all the things, all the hard work, all the effort that I've put into it, all the blood, all the sweat, all the tears. This is my time to reap. This is my time to to see my manifestation. This is my time to see God do what he said he's going to do. This is my moment. This is my moment. He said, we shall reap if we faint not. We can't give up now. We can't give up now. We can't give up now. See, sometimes we get so stuck in our mindsets with the old way of doing things, with the old pattern of doing things. I remember when I got married. This was maybe about 11 years, 11 plus years ago. And being a single man. Praise the Lord. You had your way of doing things. Amen come on now, married men, talk back to me, alright, you had your way of doing things, amen, but then, when God brings a woman into your life, amen, that means you have to change the way you do certain things, amen, I can't just get up and go out the house and don't say, tell my wife where, 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 where I'm going, I have to let her know what's up, where I'm going, I, I, I just can't go and leave the toilet seat up, gentlemen, praise the Lord, hallelujah, because there's a woman in the house, amen, For for me, you know, I would just go in the fridge, drink out the pitcher, you know, go put my milk up, put back in the fridge, close the door. Honey, you can't do that because we have guests. We don't want your germs to be on that stuff. See, I'm a bachelor. See, I was into all the flowers and all this stuff. And why we got to do the house this way and do the house that way? Because I was a dude, man. I was just doing my own thing. But when God brings a woman in your life... There's a shift that has to happen. There's a paradigm that needs to change. And the same way where God moves us into a new season, our thinking has to change. That's why the scripture says in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, that we are to be ye transformed by the renewing of our, come on Bible students, our minds. Amen. That means there must be a transition in your mind. That means that there must be a shift happening in your thinking. Sometimes it's our stinking faking that causes us to abort the promise of God. And God wants us to to transform our mind to grab hold of what he has for us. We did not wait until we got into this building to to, to move forward into the promise that God had for us. That's why we were able to move. I told my wife, I said, look, we were able to move into this building so quickly. And, 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 And the previous ministry that was here was so amazed. But they came and they said, how did you do all this stuff? I said we didn't have we didn't buy half this stuff this stuff we already had we were prepared
0: Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, when God calls you to a new season, you got to act like it's going to rain. You better act like it's going to happen. you got to be prepared. I already had two sound systems. I already had a drum shield. I was ready. I already had cameras. I already had a timer. I already had an office. I already had computers. I was ready. We're ready to spread out to the left and to the right. The question is God is asking you today, are you ready? Do you know what time it is? You say, I want the greater. Yeah, I want it. Well, God's about to give it to you, but are you ready for it? Do you know what time it is? You're going to reap. This is our reaping season. If God is doing it for the organization that he's going to do for the people, come on now. He's going to do it for you. There's some things that you've been waiting for. I believe God these next 23 days. Wow. I believe God he's going to do it. That by December 31st, as we cross over into the threshold of 2014, there's going to be some miracles that are going to be at this altar. I believe it by the spirit of God. I speak it right now. I believe it that it's going to be a shift. That it's going to be a change. That God is going to do some supernatural turnarounds for the people. Of God, because you've been faithful and now you've been fruitful. Now, God's gonna produce the thing that He promised you that He's gonna do because you did not give up, because you did not give in, you stood by faith and you acted on faith. When God speaks, we have to act. See, we always want to wait and see. I don't see it happening So when I see When I see a little some, some Then I'll take that little first step But until I see it I'm just going to stay in this place right here And God says we walk by faith <laughs> And not by sight It's not about what you see You have to do it by faith Faith is the substance of things hoped for The evidence of things not seen You're not going to always see it Stop going by your human senses but go by your faith within your heart and take a step of faith do you know what time it is do you know what time it is the Bible says in 1st Chronicles chapter 12 verse 32 It says, and of the sons of Issachar, these were men who understood the times with knowledge of what Israel should do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their kinsmen were at their command. The Bible talks about the sons of of Issachar. The sons of Issachar had a unique distinction apart from the other tribes or clans of Israel because they understood. Understood the times. They understood the times which they were in. And it gave, and God gave them great wisdom and knowledge. Through all out of the history of ancient Israel, the sons of Issachar is portrayed as a family that was destined to prosper both physically and spiritually. The ancient rabbis taught that the sons of Issachar were not only mighty men of valor, but they were also called to serve the other tribes and other areas of finance. And the ministry of God's word. What are you talking about, Pastor? What, what is the sons of, of Issachar? They were part of the 12 tribes of, 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 of Israel. They had a distinct understanding of what season they found themselves in. They not understood the chronos time, but they understood God's God's kairos time, his appointed opportunity. And when the appointed opportunity came, they told the rest of Israel, this is our time to act, this is our time to move. If you read in the scripture, when God anointed David to be king, it was a 17-year process. But when the battle was going on and, people were, and the other 11 tribes were perplexed, whether to stand for Saul or to fight against Saul, it was the tribe of Issachar. It was the sons of Issachar that stood on David's side and said, no, this is God's chosen anointed and God is going to establish a new throne through this man of God here. If God did not establish King David, there wouldn't be no Jesus. So God used the sons of Issachar as a forerunner to prepare the kingdom of God. If there was no sons of Issachar, there would be no gathering church today. What are you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying is that I believe that the anointing that was on Issachar is on this house. That God is calling us to act in in this season. He's telling us what we need to do. Sometimes you wait for someone to say, well, what, what, what should I do? God says, you already know what you need to do. You just need to do it. The Bible says, he who knows to do something good and doesn't do it to him, it is sin. In other words, it's time for us to act. Sometimes as Christians, we can put up a good talk. We know how to talk ourselves silly. We can talk and talk, and it sounds good, like, yes, girl, you're talking right. But when it comes down to action, we don't do anything. But this is the time for us to act, church. God has already put in your heart what you need to do. As it pertains to growing this ministry, as it pertains to your personal life. The sons of Issachar. God bless them to be a blessing to everybody else. God is blessing this church to be a blessing to every other ministry here in this community. I believe it. I believe it. I have pastors who have churches two and three, four times ask me, How do you do this? How do you have the technology? How how do you do this? This place is not even set up the way I want to be set up. This place is going to be decked out in technology by the time I'm done. You heard the prophecies, everything will be new. I believe it. Come on now. I believe in God for the kingdom of God. We, why, why, why should we give God leftovers when he gave his son and gave his best for us? Why not give God our best? We always give God the leftovers. That's why someone's in debt now because you can't pay your tithes. Ten percent, Lord, you want ten percent? He said keep the 90, man. Come on, give, give him what belongs to him. Stop robbing God. That one was free. That was even in the message. Come on now. You want to be fruitful tithe. Well, I can't pay my rent, but you pay everything else you eat out every day. Come on now. Come on now. Sorry. That's the word. That ain't me. That's the spirit. But we have to do God's will we have to do God's will God is calling us he's calling us just like he called the sons of Issachar to raise up a standard to give instruction, to give direction some of you wonder why so many people always tell you their business every time I speak to them, they just tell me all their business why? because you know what to do you have the wisdom God has given it to you to bring change, to bring a shift it's the anointing of the sons of Issachar and if you're part of this church and you're in this house, I'm telling you, God is going to increase you. God has already begun to speak to me about 2014. But he said, if my people don't finish strong, they won't get the fullness of 2014. So every message, every Sunday from here on out, I'm going to preach about finishing strong. We have to finish this year in victory. We can't say, "Whoo, I'm glad 2013 is over. No, 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 no. You better say, God, I thank you for 2013. I thank you that 2013 positioned me for 2014. I thank you that 2014 will be my year of fruitfulness, will be my year of multiplication. I thank you will be my time of growth. But I'm going to finish these next 23 days strong. Isn't is that the time to get depressed and woe is me and everything that I want could get done? Hello, there's still time. I'm telling you, it's God's opportunity. It's God's moment for you. Get the picture. Amen. Wake up this is your time for favor this is your time for prosperity this is your time for growth this is your time for advancement this is your time to explore the greater things that God has for you this is not a time to hold back. This is not a time to walk in fear. This is God's moment. Do you know what time it is? When it's God's timing, the key thing that you will know that is God's moment is because he opens a door of favor for you. That's the tangible he opens a door of favor it just seems like all the chips begin to fall in place all of a sudden and sometimes you're not used to that so you're expecting something to go wrong <laughs> when we got the opportunity for this space i kept telling minister dwayne "Something's gonna go wrong something gonna go wrong this i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't i don't know and he said pastor are you walking in fear are you walking in faith he said, "This is out year. You said banner year. The Lord told us banner year. So that means that something's about to shift. We've been praying for over four years for this opportunity. Why would it fall through now? Just because it didn't work the first time? Don't let that set the order that it's going to be like that forever. Because see, one of, some of us, we have one bad issue, one bad setback, and we think, well, that's just the way it's going to be forever. And every time we get close to an opportunity, we don't seize the opportunity because." And you failed the first time, who am I talking to this morning? And see, the problem is you get stuck and you don't move and everybody passing you by and you get a green eye. You get jealous because everybody's being blessed but you, but you don't want to move. And God is saying, I'm giving you the opportunity this morning to move. I'm giving the opportunity for advancement. If I look how big this building was and where we were, I'll be like, you out your mind. This ain't God. This cannot be God. We cannot do it. I don't see how we're going to get in there. I don't see what we have. Are you talking words of fear? Are you talking words of faith? What time is it? What time is it? Well, I remember when I was here with the previous Pastor. He was taking me through the walkthrough. I just thought the building was just the first floor. So I was just like, wow, okay, praise God. And he said, oh no, pastor, this is upstairs. I said, oh, it's like an office or something. I went upstairs. I, I almost passed out. You know, and you know you had to act cool because you know you're the pastor. Like, mm-hmm. It's really nice. Come on, you know you get that job you don't deserve. You like, Lord, thank you. But you're cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know how to do word? Yes, I know how to do word, Lord. I don't know how to do word, but yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. I'll learn how to do word. I'll be taking a night class for this job. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I know how to do word. Excel. You know all the formulas? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know nothing. I'll be on eBay or I'll be somewhere, YouTube, trying to find out how to do it. Because mm-hmm. it's bigger than you. So we're walking through, and I'm like, yes, this is great. This is nice. This is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And inside, I heard a small, still voice, and I know it's the voice of God. And He said, This is what I have for you. And see, sometimes it's hard to believe God when he speaks something to us. When I looked at that beautiful, fine woman of God right there, he said, that's what I have for you. I said, no, Lord, surely it could not be me. He said, nah, that fine drink of water is yours for the taking. I said, but Lord, but brother such and such, and brothers, and this other brother, they're looking too. But he said, nah, your, I give you her heart. Your heart. Her heart is in your hands. You just don't know it. So I made a little step. And I said, hi, sister Alverna, how you doing? God bless you see I was so blessed by your dance ministry today I thank God for you hey what you doing on Friday hey. I'm expecting she gonna say no get out of here bozo you a loser no no I don't know about all that and stuff like that she said sure let's go we had our first date and the rest is history you cannot second-guess God Just because, see, sometimes our own insecurities and idiosyncrasies stop us from receiving what God has for us. Do you know what time it is? It is our time for God's favor. It is our time to be blessed. It is our time to see God do the things that he promised promised us he would do. But the thing is, you have to step out on faith. You have to activate your faith and say, Lord, I'm believing you to do it. The favor of God is the guarantee of his presence and the provision of his power to accomplish his special purpose in and through my life. I'm going to say that again for those who take your notes. The guarantee of his presence and the provision of his power to accomplish his special purpose in and through my life. That is the favor of God. Is God giving you his presence and God giving you his His provision by the power of his spirit to accomplish his special purpose in and through my life. If God is going to do that for us as a church, he wants to do it for you because you make the church. Look, I don't make the church. I can do all this stuff by myself. I thank God for Brother Tyrone Salik. Wave your hand, Brother Tyrone. Amen. Brother Kanoid in the back of the sound booth. Wave your hand, Brother Kanoid. Amen. If it wasn't for these sound engineers getting on ladders and running wires in the ceiling because you guys wouldn't trip when you walked around and different things, I don't know half this stuff. I don't know any, any of this stuff. Amen, I, all I know, I'm a preacher's word. That's what I'm gonna do. But what God does is when you begin to step out in faith, what he begins to do is bring other people around you to help you to accomplish the task that he's called you to do. But if you don't step out in faith, others won't step out. If I didn't step out and start this ministry by faith with my wife in our living room 10 years ago, we would not be standing here today. We'll be saying, well. We know we're supposed to pastor. We know God's called up. But it's not now. You know, it's it's infringing on our, our, our personal time. You know, we can't do that right now. We'll miss God's best for us. Sometimes we settle, but you're not getting God's best. God has more in store for you than what you think he has. And sometimes we belittle ourselves and God has said, I have so much more in store for you. If you will only trust me. So when you begin to step out, God begins to shout his favor upon you as a sign that this is your moment. This is your season. This is your time. And he begins to send the people that will help you he begins to give you the wisdom he begins to give you the knife that will help you to take your next step I could not take this next step if I didn't have key people around me to help me take it. I'm not standing here by myself. There are people who are all around us, who are here in this congregation today, that's helped us to take that next step, amen? And so when you begin to take your next step personally, God will bring people your way. See, in the world, they call it networking. But see, networking means you got to make something happen. When it's God, you have to make nothing happen. It just happens. It just happens. It just happens. Brother Earl came to me, what do you want me to do, Pastor? And I said, well, Earl, you know how to do the sound. Can you please come? He said, what do you want me to do, Pastor? What do you want me to work? What do you want me to do? How can I serve you? It's not because I'm the, I'm, I'm the pastor and I think I'm all in the back. Just, I ain't nothing. I'm nothing compared to Jesus. And don't ever get it twisted. I am nothing. You not know, look to me. You better look to Jesus because I will fail you. Amen. You will try to call me. I will not answer. I will fail you. But you better call the one that will answer every time. His name is All right. Don't get it twisted. This flesh will fail you. And if you're looking for a perfect church, this is truly not a perfect church. Amen. But if you want a loving church, you want a church where you're discovering truth, you want a church where we are building communities, this is the place for you. This is a place of grace. So when you begin to step out in faith, God begins to send people. Things just begin to work and happen together. It is God's favor. Now the scripture says in Leviticus chapter 26 verse 9, I will look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers and I will keep my covenant with you. Psalms 512 says, for surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. Psalm 84 verse 11 says, for Lord Lord, God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does He withhold from those who walk blameless. No good thing if it's good, you can have it today. If it's good, you can have it today. If it's good, you can have it today. He does not withhold any good thing from you. You need to grab that by faith and say, Lord, this is my moment. This is my season. You say you will not behold any good thing that I receive it by faith, that good thing that you have for me. Proverbs 3, verse 4 says, Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Acts 2, 47 says, Praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. It is my time for God's favor. Tell your neighbor real quick. It is my time for God's favor. No, you have to see... No, 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 no. It's I got some sisters in here. And you know we get an to You be moving that and that. And you be... I want you to say it with some attitude, I want you to tell them, it is my time for God's favor. Now, that's the wrong one. They didn't agree with you. Get someone who's going to agree with you. If you got to get up and walk around, tell them, it is my time. It is my time for God's favor. That's right. Put a little snap at the end of it. That's right. It is my time for God's favor. God has favor in store for you. He has great things in store for you. Only thing you have to do is expect it by faith. You gotta expect it. You cannot walk around and say, well, he's gonna bless me so I guess when it happens. No, 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 no. You have to have an attitude that it's gonna happen any moment now. I'm, I'm waiting for that joint. It's gonna come to my left. It's gonna come to my right. He's gonna do what he said he's gonna do so you have to have it. You have to frame your world with favor. Then you have to recognize it when it comes, you got to say, okay, there it is. It's coming. Alright, there it is. Open your eyes to the opportunity. It's not just going to rain in your lap. You have to go after the opportunity. We won this church. We had to go after the opportunity. It's one thing that we heard about the opportunity. But tonight we have to take a step towards the opportunity. You have to go after that. Elder Dwayne, we were talking. He's like, okay, what are we going to do? Okay, we're going to go after this. How are we going to what? We're going to strategize. You can't just walk in there. You have to strategize how you're going to get the opportunity. Come on. It just doesn't fly open for you. Come on now. You got to get a plan. Write the vision. Make it plain. That's why you got to write some stuff down. Some people don't like to write, I got it in my head. No, you're going to get it in your head. You're going to lose it. Write the vision. Make it plain that you will run it and not faint. Come on, recognize it. Open your eyes to the opportunity and then respond. Give yourself in full obedience to God. God is speaking to us this morning. He's saying, do you know, church, what time it is? Do you know the opportunity that is before you? If I can bless you with just this building, I want to immeasurably bless you individually. God wants to bless every household in this church today. Y'all not getting this. Help me, Jonathan. Y'all not said God would have curse every church, you'd be like, oh no, the devil's a lie. You'd be running out the door. I'm telling you that God wants to bless every household represented in this church this morning. Nah, y'all still, you y'all, y'all faith is here. I'm trying to get you here. I'm telling you, God wants to bless your household this morning. You're going through struggles and trials and and financial situations and issues with your son and issues with your daughter. I'm telling you, God wants to bless your household this morning. Who can agree with me in faith about that today? Who can agree to say God is going to turn it around? These next 23 days, there's going to be a shift. There's going to be a change. There's going to be a a, a new thing that God wants to do in me. God wants to shift us today. He wants you to open up your eyes and receive it by faith. The problem is we get stuck in our feelings, but guys, if you take an act of faith, stop waiting to see it and just act on it, it's going to happen for you. Come on, church, give him praise. This is my time for God's favor. Come on, say it with me. This is my time for God's favor. Ah come on say it with conviction this is my time for God's favor Come on this is my time for God's favor For my job this is my time for God's favor In my marriage this is my time for God's favor for my unsaved ones, this is our time for God's favor. Come on, for the things I've been waiting for, this is my time for God's favor. God has better for me. I have not seen the best yet, but I know the best is yet to come. I know he has something wonderful in store for me. I know he has something marvelous for me. I know that he has something great for me. This is my time for God's favor. Do you know what time it is? This is my time for God's favor. Do you know what time it is? This is my time for God's favor. Do you know What time it is. This is my time. For God's favor, this is my moment. This is my season. It's my time. It's my moment. It's my moment. I need you to do something. I need you to do something quickly while the music is playing. I need you to take a step of faith. I need you to come up to this altar if you saying, Pastor, I'm in agreement with you. I need your faith level to match my faith level. I'm high, you need to come up where I am today. I need you to take a step of faith and say, this is my time. I'm stepping in faith, this is my time. It's 23 days left, this is my time. God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I can ask or even think, this is my time, this is my moment, this is my season, it's the time for a turnaround. It's a time for me to step. It's a time for me to advance. It's a time for me to move forward. It's a time for me to advance. It's a time for me to grow. It's a time for me to do what God has called me to do. This is my time. This is my season. Come on. Just because it didn't work the first time doesn't mean it's not going to work the next time. This is your time. I'm telling you, this is your season. I pray that you get this in your spirit. I pray that you grab hold of this thing, the thing that you've been praying for, the thing that been waiting for this is your time this is your season hallelujah 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 father we bless you come on your response is thank you lord your response is, I receive it, Lord. Your response is, Lord, I claim it by faith. Your response is, Lord, it's mine in Jesus' name. Come on begin to say, that Lord, I receive it. Lord, I believe what you spoke to me. Lord, I believe that it's going to happen. I believe that you're going to turn around for me. I believe that it's going to be a change for me. I believe that it's going to be a shift for me. I believe that I'm going to advance. I thank you for my promotion. I thank you for getting me out of debt. I thank you for bringing that spouse in my life. I thank you for bringing that child in my life. I thank you, God. I thank you right now. Come on and praise him by faith. I thank you for my house. I thank you for that new car. I thank you, Lord. I won't be sent you when you bless me, God. I won't forget when it came from when you do it, God. God, I'm going to recognize, God. I'm going to see the promise that you have for me, Lord. I'm going to expect it. I'm going to recognize it. And then I'm going to respond to it in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now. Lift your hands to the Lord. You lift your hands to the Lord as a sign of surrenders, also a sign of receiving. I'm receiving it. That is falling on me right now. It's falling on me right now. Increase is falling on me right now. The greater is for is raining right now on God's holy altar. It's coming on me right now. I'm It's falling on me right now. It's falling on me right now. It's coming in my household right now. It's going in the bedroom right now. It's going in the living room right now. It's going on my desk when I work at. It's going in my car right now. That when I step out the door, I will feel a shift. There will be a change. I ain't gonna be depressed no more. I ain't gonna be sad no more. The joy of the Lord is gonna overshadow me. There's gonna be a difference that's happening in my life because he's doing a new thing in me. Father, we receive it by faith right now father as the faces differ, so does the need so does the miracles but you are a god that still do miracles so great so i'm believing you to move on my brother and my sister's behalf i believe in you that even as the ministry went forth to the dance that the greater is coming oh god i'm here to decree that the greater is here that we need to step into the flow of god we need to step into the opportunity we need to step into our kairos moment our due season the perfect timing of the lord that this is the moment. This is the season. So I pray that you encourage my brother. Encourage my sister. Encourage them in the name of Jesus. Let them know, oh God, that we've been made endure for night, but it's morning time and joy is coming. Joy is here. Joy is here. Joy is here. Joy is here. It's a new thing that you're springing up. It's a new thing that you're doing. And I thank you, Lord, even now, in the name of Jesus. I thank you the shift. I thank you that we know what time it is today. It is our time for God's favor. Come on and seal that with a praise, will you? Will you just seal that with a praise all over this building? Come on. If you're watching on the internet, just seal that with a praise right where you are. In the name of Jesus, this is my time. This is my time. Begin to thank him. Say, Lord, I thank you that the change is coming. Go from Go from an asking mode to a thanking mode. That Lord can you can say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Come on, change your speeches, Lord. This is renewing our mind. Lord, I thank you. I thank you already for doing it. I thank you for my breakthrough. I thank you for my miracle I thank you I'm not gonna beg you you heard me the first time but I thank you for moving I thank you for changing it I thank you for shifting it. I thank you for turning around I thank you that you're turning it around I thank you for the breakthrough I thank you for the advancement I thank you for the growth hallelujah
0: hallelujah hallelujah